Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to Soul Aligned Self-Care. I'm so excited about this podcast. I'm having so much fun doing it. We're on episode three and we're talking about raising your vibration. And this kind of uh, comes off of last week's episode. You don't have to listen to last week's, but last week we talked about finding your distressors, which really is learning how to handle those hard emotions that we feel because As I'll say later on in this podcast and talk about it a little bit more, it's important to feel your feelings and not mask them. So I'm not telling you to be this like positive ray of sunshine all the time. What I really want to do is talk about how you can raise your vibration. So every single thing in the world has a certain vibration. And to put it super simple, which I really want to do, is some things are high vibe and some things are low vibe. And then there's a bunch of different vibrations in between. And uh, I talk about in the Aligned and Worthy program, which is an online program that I sell that's a deep level self-care boot camp, I talk about the Abraham Hicks Emotional Guidance Scale. And what's really cool about this is you could see where you are on the scale and it tells you the high vibe emotions and then like really low vibe. And I think at the top is like joy, appreciation, empowered freedom, love, passion. And then at the bottom is, it's like really surprising what's in between too. Um, At the bottom bottom is fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. Um, And like right dead set in the middle is frustration, irritation, impatience. So isn't it interesting that, you know, level one is joy, level 10 is frustration, and then level 22 is fear. I find it very interesting that frustration is that much better than fear. So I find it very interesting. But that's, um, uh, go Google that and look that up. It's very helpful. I use it with my clients all the time, and I find it very helpful. So why should we want to vibrate high? Okay, because this is when we feel great. We are feeling at ease. We're in flow with our lives. Everything's feeling great. Like attracts like. So when we feel things like happiness, joy, passion, that's what will attract back into our lives, which sounds really freaking good to me, right? So I understand, like I just talked about, that we all can't be super positive balls of sunshine all the time. We have our ups, we have our downs throughout our lives. And when we feel something, we do, we need to feel it. We need to experience it. And then we need to process it. So I talked about this in more detail last week on the podcast in episode two. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely do so. I'll put the link in the show notes. The key is not to stay there and keep repeating that negative thought or feelings in your head and body. If we experience something crappy, we need to feel it, process it, and then maybe learn from it, adjust our path, and then move forward. 
The key is to have the mindset that every experience is here to teach us or adjust our path so we can learn and expand as we live our lives. I I love thinking of things like that. Like there's no failure. I don't think of failure as as a failure. I think of it, well, what can I learn from this? And how is this adjusting my path? Is this trying to redirect me? And I really like when something doesn't work out the way I want it to, I don't just get pissed off, you know, and freak out. What I do is I, I try to get the lesson from it and see where my life wants to take me. I look at this as a sign almost, you know, maybe it's time for me to redirect, or maybe I need to just approach this in a different way, you know? So that's the way I look at it. There's no such thing as failure. And when you can get here, you'll start to live with greater clarity, peace, joy, and handle different emotions with ease and grace. It's just such a great place to be. That's also another thing that I talk about in Aligned and Worthy is reframing your mindset this way. Um, It took me years to do this because I spent a lot of time in like victimhood. um, And so it took me a really long time to reframe. I would say it took me five years and I didn't even realize I was doing it at first. It was more of a survival method for me personally. And once I got through it though, I realized that it, it was a process. And now in my life, I'm able to do this in real time. It's not a process for me. It's not something I have to sit down and journal and work myself through. It's just something that just happens automatically. And that's what happens when we retrain our brain. And it's so freaking cool when you can actually look back at it and see the process that you went through and see that you retrained your brain. So I I love that there is this possibility. How much would it suck if we couldn't retrain our brains, right? So um, I'm going to give you six different ways to raise your vibration. There's so many more, but these are six that I love to use and talk about. So I'm going to cover these. And the first one is, number one, is to eat real food. I know that sounds really silly when I say it out loud, but real food like veggies and fruit hold a higher vibration. And I'm talking about real whole food. Eating more of these foods and crowding out processed foods full of salt. I'm having trouble talking today. I'm sorry. Sugar and chemicals that are like a lower vibe. When we put these things into our body over time, they create a state of disease. Okay. So when you're eating a lot of processed foods or things full of chemicals over time, your body, it'll create disease in your body. So eating real whole food raises your vibration. So let's just talk quickly about what real whole food is. So we can go from one end of the scale to the other. So real whole food, an apple, there's no ingredients list. When you go to the food store, you pick up an apple, there's not a list of ingredients on there. And like at the other end of the spectrum would be a Twinkie. Okay. So pick up a box of Twinkies and read on it what's in it. And you'd probably have to look up you probably wouldn't know any of the things on the list. So you'd probably have to look them up and it has a shelf life of something like 30 years. I'm just, I'm being a little sarcastic. So not to come down hard on the Twinkie people, but I'm just trying to make an example. So 
when you're trying to re- eat real whole foods, I'm not telling you that you have to eat everything that does not have an ingredient list, but look at the ingredient list. Take the time to do this. Learn what you're putting in your body. There are two different types of loaves of bread that you can get at the food store. You can get one that has 40 ingredients or you can get one that has five ingredients. So which one do you think is going to be better? Which one do you think is going to have real whole ingredients in it? So like if there's, you know, real whole wheat flour and yeast, you know, there shouldn't be like four different types of sugar in bread. It's not necessary. So start reading your labels. We have Google. We have access to Google. So we can look up and figure out what's in our food and decide if it's something we want to put into our body. And I usually tell my clients when I'm working as a health coach, I usually say, try to stick with five to seven ingredients or less, and then look those ingredients up and see what they are. If there's three different types of sugar listed on there, it's probably not a good plan, right? Um, So also making your own food. If you're eating real whole food, you're cooking or somebody's cooking for you. So this is just something that you would have to accept as a new lifestyle for yourself unless you can have like a food service, which is uh, there's so many available. So this is definitely possible. So that's um, I eat mostly a plant based whole food diet. I'm not vegan because I do eat eggs sometimes. Um, I always joke around and say I eat the Tina diet because I'm I'm not like crazy serious type of plant-based whole food person. I do eat a plant-based diet. I've been eating it for probably 15 years. I have been strict vegan at some times. Um, But one of the biggest things that comes in and out of my life is eggs and honey. So like I crave eggs. So I just put, I eat eggs sometimes. And if I buy eggs, it's going to be from the lady that lives down the road that has this cute little farm and has her chickens running around all over the place and they're super happy. So best possible scenario. And yes, same thing with honey. I live in a very rural area. So all the farms around me, I'm so lucky. I'll just buy honey. There's actually a local brewery and they make their own honey. So I could buy it there. So those are the things that generally are in my diet that aren't considered vegan. Everything else I eat is plant-based whole food. I have one really strict rule and that's If I go to a party and someone says, Tina, have a piece of cake, I don't say something like, well, are there eggs in it? Are there, is there milk in it? Is there dairy in it? Is there this? Is there that? Um, No, I just say thank you. And I take the piece of cake because I think the celebration is more important than my diet at that point. And it's not something I'm going to be doing every day. And so this is something I stress also with my clients is don't be too serious about this. You have to have some freaking fun, you know? So that's the first one, eat real whole food. So how much would your life change if you ate real whole food? I could do a whole podcast on this and I probably will at some point because this is a big part of what I love to talk about. Um, Some people, it wouldn't change that much. Some people eat pretty good, but some people, it might change a lot. Some people have grown up on processed foods. This is like from the seventies on, Um, it was known as a a convenience. It was something, it wasn't looked at as bad. And so some of us were raised on this food. I was lucky enough to have the crazy parents that lived in the suburb on Long Island that had a gigantic organic garden on the side of the house that was just like not the norm on Long Island, if you know what I'm talking about. 
And, you know, I remember I used to have to do, I used to call it the walk of death. Um, I was a very young girl. My parents would give me these bags, these paper bags full of like zucchinis and stuff and make me bring them to all my friends' houses. And they hated me for it. They did. They hated me for it. They're like, oh my God, here comes Tina with the paper bags. So I grew up on this type of food. I grew up gardening. So I was very lucky. So I'm going to move on to number two. I could talk about that forever. So number two, create a beautiful environment for yourself. So when we physically declutter, oh my God, I freaking love decluttering. When we physically declutter our space and then we add things that are beautiful to us, like what's beautiful to me might not be beautiful to you. I'm very eclectic. I have a lot of weird shit in my house and it might not be beautiful to you. Everybody's different. So what's beautiful to you, not some magazine and it brings comfort to you. So put stuff in your home that brings comfort to you. It makes you feel relaxed, makes you feel like bougie. You know what I mean? Um, it will make everything in that space feel better and create a sense of ease. This automatically raises your vibration. So I'm going to go back to that word declutter because I've been spending a lot of time decluttering in my life. I'm doing, I'm in a book club, um, shout out to Francesca Amber with the Law of Attraction Changed My Life book club. Oh my God, so much fun. And we're reading uh, A Happy Home, which is a feng shui. I think he's supposed to say feng shui, but I like saying feng shui, so I'm going to say it like that. It's a feng shui book, and it's um, not based on Western feng shui. It's based on like the original form of feng shui, I think. There was a name for it, but I can't remember. So I'm not going to get too technical. But I have been loving this book. I would have never read this book if someone didn't put it in front of me. So I'm having so much fun with this. And a big part is decluttering everything. I have been a decluttering mad woman. And I just did this like two years ago in 2020. So I'm amazed that there's any clutter in this house at all. But Oh my God, it feels so good, doesn't it? It feels so good. Everybody knows it. It feels so good when you put all that shit, like you you bring it to the garbage, you bring it to Goodwill, you give stuff to your friends so their house gets cluttered. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do give stuff away though. I mean, what's, you know, what's, you can't use, somebody else could use, you know, it's about what you're using and what you're not. So, and then adding stuff in that makes you feel really good. So my thing lately is fresh flowers because I live in a beautiful place. There's lots of gardens here. My family has 20 acres and my dad, he loves gardens. There's just flowers everywhere. So I can go out every day and cut fresh flowers. If it's winter, you know who has cheap flowers? Aldi's. They always have like bouquets of flowers and they're like legit like, five bucks. Buy yourself some flowers. Even if it's not five bucks, you're worth it. Buy yourself some flowers. If that makes you feel good, that makes me feel like so like bougie. I just love it. It makes me feel so good. So I have flowers on my desk. I have flowers in my dining area. I have flowers in my bathroom. Plants are also my thing. I love adding plants everywhere. I have, I have, actually I have too many plants in, in my home right now, but I love it. And I also love rooting plants and then like giving them to other people. I think it's amazing. So um, do what makes you feel good. What do you like to look at? Do you like buying other people's art? I love artwork. I love very quirky artwork. Um, 
you know, make your space your own, you know, and if you're living with other people, see, I, I'm not living, I live on my own, but if you're living with other people, let everybody have their own space and create their own space, maybe their bedroom, or, you know, maybe your room is, you know, your favorite room is the kitchen or your favorite room is the living room or whatever. Maybe you have a yoga room or an art room. Good for you if you do. Um, so pick your favorite room and do it um, and all your stuff that makes you feel good. Have a space like a sanctuary that you can go to. Number three. Now this one is definitely the most powerful one. If I could tell you to do just one of these practices, this would be it. This would be one that could just change your life like tenfold without doing any of these other ones. Okay. And that is be grateful daily. And you're going to say like, I know Tina, everybody says this, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to add like a little, um, power up to your daily gratitude. And you, um, you might already do this, but this is a really important thing that goes along with gratitude that not everybody I know does. So gratitude is a very high vibe state. You cannot be in a bad mood when you're focused on gratitude. You can't be experiencing depression or anxiety when you're feeling grateful for something. So even if you need to just kind of like redirect your day, redirect your mood, this is a really good way to do that. If you're having a really shit day, we all have those days, right? So just sit for five minutes and think of a few things that you're grateful for. And if you're having trouble thinking of things because you're having a shit life right now too, then go, go super simple. Go like, I am so grateful for my eyes because I can see where I'm going. I am so grateful. I have feet because they support me every day. I mean, these are things that we take for granted. I'm so grateful that my heart knows to beat every day. (laughs) You know, these are things we can be grateful for. I am so grateful that the sun comes up every day and I can watch it sometimes. I love that. So um, having a daily gratitude practice helps you vibrate higher. Higher. Um, try writing down or saying three things you're grateful for in the morning and in the evening. Okay. And I learned something new that I'm going to add here. So when you're writing something down, first you write it, then you're going to feel it. So you can even write this out. So when you write it out, you could say, I'm grateful for blah, 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 blah. And the reason I'm grateful for this is because of this, but don't just like go into autopilot and write it out, really think about it and feel that emotion when you're writing it out. This is only going to take you less for three things. It's going to take you less than five minutes. It's not going to take you long at all. And then what I do in the evening, and I learned this also from my wonderful book club, we read Positively Wealthy. Um, That is by Emma, Emma Munford. Okay. If I'm saying that correct, I'm going to try to like link these books in the show notes. Okay. Because you should read these books. That's so great. What a great book. But anyway, when you're doing your gratitude at night, um, if you connect with crystals or stones, have a crystal or stone. I have a rose quartz. It's like a perfect circle that fits in the palm of my hand. You know how they have those, they always sell them at the cash register at your favorite crystal store. Well, just buy one of those. I keep it right next to my bed in a little dish and just think about, you don't even have to write it down. Just think about the things that you were grateful about just in that day, something that happened. And it could just be small things. Like I went on a hike today with one of my friends 
and it was beautiful. We went into some state forest. I was a little scared because I know there's bears up there, but it was just beautiful. I took pictures. I'm going to put them on my Instagram story. So if you don't follow me, start following me. I put that shit on there all the time. Um, it's Tina Stinson coach. I'll put that link in the show notes too, but, um, yeah, it was just beautiful. I'm so grateful that I was able to go for that walk and take that time this morning to get out in nature. It was so beautiful. So that's going to be like probably on my list tonight when I go to bed as one of my favorite things that I did today. So three things in the morning. Um, you have to feel it. You have to feel the emotion. That's what makes it powerful. It's the emotion that makes it powerful, not writing it out. It's the emotion. So write three things out, write why, feel it. And then at night, do the same thing. Just hold your crystal, your rock. Or if that sounds too woo-woo or corny to you, then just close your eyes right before you fall asleep and think about all the things that happened that day that you're grateful for. What a wonderful way to end your day and to go into dreamland, right? That's where, you know, I'd rather go to bed thinking about something like that than worrying about what I have on my to-do list for the next day, right? You don't want to be dreaming about that shit. So... Go into slumber with those three, well, it doesn't have to be three things at night, just the things that you were most grateful about that happened that day. Okay, number four, positive affirmations. Oh, I freaking love affirmations too. These are all my favorite things to do. So having some go-to positive affirmations is golden for raising your vibration. The key is to be believable to you. Okay. It won't work no matter how many times you say it, if it doesn't feel good to say, so make it feel good to you. So if saying I am abundant sounds like a bunch of bullshit to you because you're like, no, Tina, I'm not abundant. My bank account's empty, whatever. Try saying instead, rephrase it and say, I am the type of person who is on my way to being and feeling abundant that's more believable. And saying that and then moving into I am abundant is a better way to do it. This helps it become more believable to your brain. You need to see it, say it, and feel it just like the gratitude. So you're going to see it, which means write it down, maybe do sticky notes. I put sticky notes on my bathroom mirror. I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie, How Do You Know?, it's with, oh my goodness, I can't remember any of the names of the actors or actresses that are in this movie. Um, actually, Jack Nicholson is in it. Paul Rudd is in it. I can't remember the the actress the actress's name. It's not Alicia Silverstone. I always get these two actresses um, mixed up. Just Google it. It's such a good movie. It's so funny. Um, but anyway, she plays a... Uh, professional softball player. She's in the on the Olympic team, and she puts she has like fifty sticky notes on her bathroom mirror with affirmations. So <laughs> you don't have to go that far, but you could have one or two. I have a sticker actually that I got as a gift when I ordered something, and it says um, "Hello, beautiful" or something like that on my bathroom mirror. So whatever you want it to say, what works for you? Do you want to, what do you need to work on? Do you need to work on self-love? Do you need to work on abundance? Do you need to work on friendship? What do you need to work on career? Write out some positive affirmations for yourself in those areas. Like I said, see it. So write it down. You could put a screensaver 
on your phone. You can make it a password for your bank account. Like put it everywhere. Just put it everywhere. And every time you see it, say it out loud and then feel it. Feel what it would feel like. Okay. So when you say, I am the type of person who is on my way to being abundant, what does that feel like? Oh, it feels freaking great, right? So how do you feel? You feel happy. You feel safe. You feel secure. You feel competent. You feel, what do you feel? So just feel into it. And the, once again, just like with the gratitude, the feel part is the most important part. Okay. A lot of feelings going on today. All right. Number five, meditate. Okay. This is awesome. So by taking the time to go inward and being present, this is so important, even if it's just for five minutes, right? You give yourself a chance to connect with your higher self, your intuition. You slow down long enough and stop the chatter that's going on all through your body so that you can connect with your true self. You don't have to sit on the floor quietly for 30 minutes a day doing deep breathing, trying to clear your mind. However, if this is your groove, then just go for it. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, but it could also mean a three minute guided meditation, you know, just do what's going to work for you. It could mean a walk in nature, going for a run time in your garden. These are all things that make me feel good. So do what makes you feel good. Maybe when you're in the shower, I know a lot of people feel really chill when they're in the shower or a bath. When you start to take the time to connect with your higher self, you will start to notice the guidance that comes in. You can even ask for guidance, right? Before you go into a meditation, if you have something going on in your life, you need to answer, you need to make a decision. You could ask your higher self for guidance to let you know. And I will do a podcast on uh, connecting with your intuition and learning the difference between your gut and your ego, like, what does it feel like? What's the difference? I'm not going to talk about that now just because I don't want to get off topic, but I am definitely going to do a podcast on that. Um, I am actually um, reading a book in my book club. I have a book club also. It's called Aligned and Worthy Book Club slash Mastermind. Um, and we read all self-development books that are connected. They don't really completely have to be connected to my Aligned and Worthy program, but things I teach in that program, which is basically mindset stuff, um, deep level self-care, manifestation, intuition, like all this type of stuff that I teach in that program. And so all these self-development books in those areas. And right now we're reading Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher. And oh my God. She teaches you her Ziva. I think she calls it the Z method, but um, she owns Ziva Meditation in New York City. And I am loving this book and I am loving her meditation. You do it 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon. And it's, it's kind of, I think it's going to be life-changing. I just started it. I haven't even been doing the meditation for a week yet and I am loving it. So, um, yeah, we're going to read next month. We're going to be reading Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. And I'm excited about that one too, because I need to make this um, meditation thing a habit, a good habit, right? So I'll put the link to the book club also in the show notes. So if you want to join us in the book club, it'll be so good to have you. I just started it. So this book that we're reading right now is our first book. Oh my God. And I am, I'm just loving the space. 
Um, it's on Patreon and I'm just loving it. I'm just loving it. And I love reading. I'm always reading at least four books at once. Um, so I read a lot of books and this is, um, I think that's why I love the book club so much. I just, I enjoy it so much. So come and join me in it. Uh, so much fun. Yeah. And I have a, for special as fuck members, we do a once a month end of book celebration where we talk about our wins, our struggles, and we just support each other. So I'm excited about that. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to move on to number six, move your body. Oh yeah. This always makes you feel better, right? Moving the energy in your body, especially when you feel not so good, sad or angry can really help move that energy out of your body. You know, you just want to it's like stagnant, it's stuck, and it's just making you feel shitty. You know how one thing happens to you in the morning or something, like somebody cuts you off on tra- traffic, or maybe you pulled into a parking lot and somebody hit your car or whatever, and then for the rest of the freaking day, you're pissed off, and for the rest of the day, all these bad things are happening because you're in this really pissed off mood. Well, wouldn't it be cool if you could just like move out of that Like, because being in a pissed off mood for the rest of the day isn't going to help anything, right? So wouldn't it be cool if you could move out of that? So this is a way that you can do that. When I'm having a bad day at work or just with anything, I just stop and go for a run. I've had to do this many times since 2020. Like every time something kooky comes up or I've actually stopped watching the news now. (laughs) I got my head in the sand. Not really. I don't have my head in the sand, but I, I, I choose my exposure to shit very carefully. But when anything that upsets me, I just stop and I go for a run. That works for me. And then I come back um, to what I'm doing with new eyes and a new attitude. It really works. Makes a huge difference. If you don't have the freedom to go on a run, you could go for a walk. You could, if you're in an office and you can't leave, you could just get up, go get some water, come back, just stop and get out of what you're doing. Get out of that momentum for a minute. Hop off the hamster wheel is what I always say. Um, This could be enough to just move that funky energy out of your body. And, or you know what works for you. Like maybe like scrolling through funny TikTok for five minutes, put the timer on. You know how TikTok is. Five minutes turns into three hours, you know, just saying. What works for you? What makes you happy? Like watching cute animal videos on Instagram? Yeah, that totally works for me. I don't know. Um, But like I said, set the timer. (laughs) You don't want to stay there too long. Calling a friend, spending a time with them, having lunch with a friend, um, having a cup of tea, reading a book, like just reading one page out of a positive book, listening to your favorite podcast. I love podcasts. That's why I started one. I love podcasts. I would definitely say podcasts have changed my life for sure. Um, This also works great when you're feeling stuck in your life. So do you ever just like feel totally stuck? You can't move forward. You don't want to move back and you're just stuck. Um, Sometimes movement helps you get stuck out of different situations. That's a whole nother podcast that I could do. Maybe we'll do that one, right? Feeling stuck. Feeling stuck is a big issue for a lot of people. Feeling like you have no purpose. I would definitely like to do that um, in the future. And 
So those are the six different ways. I'm just going to recap them quickly. Eat real whole food was one. Two, create a beautiful environment, um, uh, also known as decluttering. Um, number three, be grateful daily. Four, positive affirmations. Five, meditate. Six, move your body. Oh my God, yes, move your body. And you know what? Lastly, don't forget to pay attention. Start to take notice of all the wonderful things we take for granted. The sunrise, the sunset, the flowers, the flowers blooming all over the place, the summer rain, the way it smells. Oh my God, I love that. There are so many things in this life that are so amazing that we take for granted because they're always there. They're always present. And this is just confirmation that we live in such a beautiful, abundant place, right? These things are always there for us. So start to take notice and be grateful for these things. So these are some simple ways that you can start to raise your vibration every day to live a life full of more love, more joy, and more importantly, more flow. We all love that feeling of flow. So don't forget to add deep level self-care into your life daily. And you could do that by listening to this podcast every week. I'm going to release a new episode every Friday. So I would love to have you be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you could leave me a rating, I would love you forever from the bottom of my my heart. Let me know if you do leave a rating because I would love to be grateful for you. You could be part of my daily gratitude practice. I will put all those things I talked about, hopefully I won't forget any of them, in the show notes. And I will see you next week. Love you. Bye.